Finance. Presented by Say What Radio. Hello there, good people. I am your host, Star Washington. And on tonight's episode of What's the Finance, WTF, we're going to talk about relationships, specifically dating and marriage and finances. And um, before I go into why I wanted to to talk about this on this episode, um, I was doing some research. Um, on the reason why many people divorce, many couples don't work out. And would you guys, could you possibly believe, and maybe you can, but the number one reason is finances, not infidelity, (laughs) Um, which I think I may have assumed that that would have been number one or, you know, not even catastrophic um, illnesses or things that put stress on a relationship, but finances. And, you know, now that I think about it, um, finances can be very, very stressful on a relationship, Um, especially if you have one person that is the breadwinner and um, they're responsible for the entire household's well-being or they're responsible for um, most of the, um, the finances in the household or in the relationship, that can be a lot of pressure. Um, (laughs) I know growing up and guys, I love to talk to, um, people who have a good marriage, good communication, healthy, and have been married for a while, um, because you learn so much about dating and relationships from these people. But, um, my friend's mom, who I used to love to talk to about marriage, she would always tell me how, when, um, she and my friend would go to Target, Target, <laughs> one of their favorite spots, when they would go to Target, um, she would always just do a bunch of shopping and then she would end up hiding the things that she bought in her um in her trunk and she and her daughter would sneak the items in the house you know while her husband and my friend's dad weren't there and she told me that story years ago I was still in college so years ago but you'd be surprised how many times of other married people have told me this story um I've even been out with some friends and we were shopping and they had to hide an item in the car or they wanted to use cash for something. Um, That's just crazy because I'm thinking like, hey, you know, we're all grown. Um, (laughs) If you want something, get it. But fast forward years later, I see why finances is the number one cause of a demise of a relationship. And um, it would make sense that if someone is overspending, that they would try to hide that. But I mean, with my friend and her mom, it was you know, mostly in all good fun. Um, I think eventually um, her dad uh, did know what was going on, but it was kind of a little cat and mouse game, but that was funny. Um, but there are definitely situations where um, it can 
be very devastating and it can turn very nasty. So anyway, tonight's basically episode, what we're going to talk about is what are your what I'll share my views and then I'll also share some views um, on the subject. I did post a question on Facebook and Instagram and got some great feedback. And then I'll tell you guys about that feedback and then share my own. So anyway, the way this popped up is um, I was talking to my boyfriend about marriage and I have really, really big goals. Um, my One of my goals is to leave my job, be completely 100% self-employed. Um, I'm also in the process of purchasing a home. Um, I have a, a brand new car. I want to get that paid off before I get into the house. So <laughs> ASAP. Um, and, um, you know, those are some of my, my immediate goals. And when I leave my job, oh yeah, when I leave my job, I want to be doubling my income from my corporate job. So making six figures plus. So anyway, as you guys know, I'm working toward that. My boyfriend also has extremely large goals. Um, he wants, to be making more income, um, whether that be from his full-time job and business combined or just business because what he wants to make, he's not going to make that at his job. (laughs) Sometimes you just have to call the spade a spade. He's not going to make that at his job and he knows it, Um, but he does, you know, he's a realtor, he shows homes and then he also has his own credit repair business um, that he combines with real estate and does does very well in. So anyway, his immediate goals are to um, uh, make um, a much bigger income, which is close to six figures. He preferably wants to not be working at his current employer anymore. Um, he also wants to either have purchased a house or be in the position of purchasing a home as well as a rental property. And in, in to do that, he's working on his credit score. So he has big goals. We both have pretty big goals. So, um, you know, we talk about everything. We talked about marriage and I pretty much asked him like, you know, what's your time frame? I am 37. Uh, My boyfriend is 29. So we definitely have a bit of an age difference there. Um, And of course, I feel my biological clock ticking. Um, He's not hearing any of it. We're we're just different people on different wavelengths, but um, not so much because ultimately we we both realize that we want to work on our own personal financial goals and achieve them um, or at least get as close to achieving them as possible before we become a unit. Now, Prior to my current relationship, which is not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but it's probably the most healthy relationship I've ever had. Um, I didn't think that way. Um, I didn't think about finances at all when it came to dating and even moving toward something more serious. Now, to be honest, I never really strongly considered marriage with anything with anyone before or my current boyfriend, but young and dumb star did do... (laughs) 
I, I did do the shacking up thing and um, didn't really think about finances before, <laughs> before I did. And now that I'm relaying this story to you guys, I probably should have because, okay, so... <sighs> Y'all, this is called WTF because you're going to hear some WTF stories. Um, Okay, so um, I had one boyfriend. Um, We lived together and some of you listeners may know that, you know, I was a pregnant, went, I was pregnant, went full term, um, lost my daughter, Sky. So my child's father fell on hard times while I was pregnant, probably like around seven or eight months. I was pretty far along. He moved in with me, moved in my tiny little one bedroom apartment that was so cute, um, furnished so cute, just perfect for just me. Well, he moves into and I'm under the assumption that, you know, this is my boyfriend. Of course, he's going to or even deeper, not just my boyfriend. This is my child's father. So he's going to definitely contribute to the household. Right. You know, he's going to help buy groceries. He's going to go half on the light bill, half on the water, go half on rent. Certainly. Right. That's just common courtesy. Mm-mm-mm. No, that was not the case. Didn't not only did he not go half on anything, he didn't even put any money toward anything. And when I would ask him about it, always got into a fight. Always because his answer was, I moved in with you because I'm trying to get on my feet. I don't have any money. But guys, this guy was going out to eat. He was um he had braids, he would get his hair braided. Um, all his bad habits he was supporting those but when it came to helping me didn't have anything so we would get into huge arguments every single time Um, uh, we even brought up the subject I know one time (laughs) well I think the end of it he was sitting on my couch and you know how it is some of my ladies and even maybe some of my fellas too you know how it is when you are taking care of everything paying all the bills you working hard and mind you at the time I was like eight months pregnant still working I would come home exhausted I had to come in and watch this M alpha <laughs> this dude just sitting on my couch sunking it just sinking it in breathing up my air watching my TV with probably some juice that I bought in his hand and I I lost it. I, I absolutely lost it. Uh, not shortly thereafter. And as an aside, I did find out he was cheating. Y'all, this is WTF. They found out he was cheating. But what really made me put him out is the fact that he was cheating, was drinking my juice, sucking up my air, sinking my couch and not contributing. Like, man, how dare you? So anyway, that kind of ended on its own and other ways. But if maybe we had had a conversation about finances, maybe it could have worked or at least we could have had a more amicable ending. But um, that's just a story that just kind of popped into my head when I was just thinking about, you know, situations that I've had with men and we didn't talk about finances. So, of course, I don't want to repeat the same mistakes. You definitely don't want to keep 
making the same mistakes over and over and over. Um, I remember after that, I moved another guy stayed with me. This guy was contributing. But then let me tell you guys a really, really dumb thing that I did. This is when I knew absolutely nothing about credit. Um, And my credit was actually good at the time. The credit was pretty good. Um, Wasn't really using my credit scores, made made good money and insurance sales. And he came and, you know, he helped with the household, bought food, cooked. I was like, okay, wow, here we go. Somebody that got some sense, some financial sense. Well, anyway, he quit his job um, just off the cuff because he didn't like the way his boss talked to him. Okay, that's real mature. This guy was like 40 at the time. Um, And this was several years ago. So he was much older than me. Um, 40 at the time, didn't like the way his boss talked to to him, talked to him with an attitude. So he quit and he was working, I think, in a construction job. So he didn't have anything lined up. Okay, so when he came and talked to me about it, he called himself really, really watching my reaction because he got upset that I was upset that he quit his job without something lined up. Meanwhile, he's staying with me. So, of course, I know I know what that was going to lead to. So anyway, we got into it. Um, But just another example of me being in a relationship, cohabitating with someone and we're not on the same page financially. So that now this I bring you to my current relationship. We're pretty serious. We love each other. We both have goals to support each other, are very loyal to each other. We're talking about, you know, finances. And my boyfriend is saying, no, he doesn't even want to consider, think about marriage, talk about marriage right now until he is, you know, in his opinion, more financially secure. Well, I kind of feel like that. I kind of feel that way, too. But I'm also of the mind frame like, okay, hey, well, you know, we accomplish more together. We'll accomplish more as a unit. Yeah, we'll still have our personal goals, but let's work on our big goals together. Like the house. You want a house? I want a house. Well, let's buy the house together and work toward the house. Nah, mm-mm. buddy's not trying to hear any of that. <laughs> He's like, you get your house, you buy your house. I won't be staying there with you. I'll come to visit. And when we get married, your house can go on the market as a rental and we'll buy a house together which that's my boo that makes perfect sense my boyfriend may be younger but he's more level-headed than me um but that that makes total sense stepping back it does make total sense for both people to um, basically be strong financially, achieve something of your own. I know a good friend of mine um, who's also my business partner. We've known each other for years. She's actually going through the process of a divorce and she got married because she loved her 
you know, loved her husband, but he had absolutely nothing. Um, she was the breadwinner. Um, she works a very high level corporate job. Um, and I think he worked in manual labor. So he made probably not even a third of what she was making. And <laughs> I hope she doesn't mind me telling this story, but um, things were great for a while. But I remember when she, she kind of had her aha moment where she lost it because my friend, you know, makes good money and is very responsible with her money because she has children. Um, she's never been a flashy person or a big spender on um, material items. Well, her husband at the time spent um, hundreds of dollars on this designer shirt or vest or something. And um, <laughs> I always kind of chuckle when I think of the story because I tell her, I'm like, friend, this is kind of that was kind of like the beginning of the end, which it's always like that when it's a financial strain. Like I said, with my with my boyfriend at the time, my child's father. Um, yeah, the the cheating was something I couldn't get over, but I boy, what made it easy for me to not be able to get over it were those, were the financial struggles. That was the beginning of the end. And same with my friend. Um, The finance situation was the beginning of the end. It didn't take much to finally just have the whole relationship disintegrate. So um, when I broached the subject to her of, hey, do you think that both people should be financially stable in their own right? And not just financially stable, but if they have financial financial goals, no matter how big they are, should they have those accomplished before they get into a relationship? Or the next, the other option was, should you get into a relationship? Should you marry someone because you love them? You want to spend the rest of your life with them. You want to grow together and you work on your financial goals together. Those are the two options that, um, I posed on Facebook and Instagram. And surprisingly, everybody, everybody went with the first option that both people should both people should be financially secure and have reached their financial goals. And while I was talking to my my boyfriend, didn't really see it that way at first. But after our conversation and after, you know, doing a little bit of research on the subject and talking to other people, I have changed my point of view. (laughs) So um, now I'm actually really, really excited to to get working on my financial goals because I definitely want to be able to hold my end of the relationship up. I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to be a strain on anyone. I know when I met, you know, my my boyfriend, I had terrible credit. It was in the fours. It was terrible. And I never hid that. He knew about it. And um, we joke about it because he said, oh, don't worry about it. You don't need good credit because I have good credit. Well, um, I don't know if he meant that or not. Well, he did. We, we, he did mean it. But um, that never really felt right. You know, it was reassuring to know that someone loved me for me and I didn't need to have this 800 credit score. But I never wanted to be someone that would be a drag on a situation. And so many of my clients, men and women, reach out to me for my credit repair services because many of them are getting married or um, starting a family. And 
and they don't want to be the one dragging the relationship down. And so they'll want the partner with bad credit will reach out to get their credit fixed because they don't want to be the black sheep in the in the relationship. And I, I really think that that's a really, really noble thing to do, because, yeah, when you when you love someone, you'll overlook a lot and bad credit or bad financial state can be um, can be overlooked. But no one wants to be that um, the weakest link. And I know a lot of people struggle with, hey, what if one person has a lot more debt than the other? One person has, let's say, hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loan debt. Um, the other person doesn't have any student loan debt. And let's say both people have good credit. Both people um, make an excellent income, um, have good a. a healthy savings, emergency fund, um, investments. They have diversified their income. But one person just has this nasty, stubborn debt. What do you say then? Do you not get married until one person can pay off the debt or pay off most of the debt? Because some people would say, I don't want to bring that financial baggage into my relationships. So the caveat to the whole, well, let Let's each individually reach our financial goals and then come together. What if one person takes much longer to reach their financial goals or they have a goal that's pretty difficult to reach on their own? Then what? So, you know, nothing is ever black and white in this life, especially not dealing with finances, especially not dealing with love. So that's the situation where two people can love each other, both be working on their financial goals, but one person may compromise and say, hey, I want to work on this goal with you. <laughs> I'm kind of talking about me because uh, that student loan debt is not, <laughs> is not cute. I am working on it, but it's not cute. But those are just a lot of different things to consider. Yeah, we're working on our financial goals, but to what extent or where do we say, hey, the book stops here because ultimately if you love someone and you want to spend the rest of your life with someone you want to get things popping you want to make it happen you don't want to wait years and years and years when you can spend that time basically growing together so those are just some different viewpoints but that's it for tonight guys on this episode of what the financial um my having that conversation kind of spurred, spurred the conversation I'm having with you and hey let me know what's your input um because this is probably going to be ongoing subject. Um, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to be having this conversation with my partner again in the future. And hey, I implore you guys have the same financial conversation with your partner. Um, it's whether you're married or whether you're in a relationship. If you're ma- if you're married, what do you think? If you could go back and do it all over, would you have changed something? Would you have uh, changed something? Would you have waited or would you have um, moved forward or 
Or if you both waited, um, do you regret that? Do you wish you would have gotten married sooner and worked on your financial goals together? Um, or if you're dating, hey, what kind of financial conversations do you have with your your spouse? Um, guys, knowing that finance is the number one reason for divorce or the end of a relationship, communicate, communicate, communicate. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, if you have any questions for me, you can always um, shoot me a text. Give me a call. My number is 386-383-6968. If you want to learn more about what I do, you can check out my website. It's www.starrrwashington, like the state.com. You can always check me out on social media. Instagram is the T-H-E star S-T-A-R-R Washington, the star Washington and star Washington. I have my smiling face that looks just like my Say Well Radio um, uh, cartoon (laughs) um, on Facebook. All right. Thanks guys for tuning in until next episode.